Hello everybody and welcome to Roundtable with the Stream Team and this is when we talk to amazing content creators and their journeys and what they're doing today and how things are progressing in their, you know, in their content creator lives. Uh, you know, we, uh, we've been doing a lot of different people and we've been doing people from streaming, from Mixer, from... Uh, from, from Twitch, from uh, you know, YouTube, and you know all, all over. And uh, today we have we have a little bit of different uh, path we wanted to take. Uh, with us going to PAX East right around the corner, uh, we wanted to uh, start bringing our writers from our uh, LordsofGaming.net website in here. And uh, today we have, and we welcome to the roundtable, our friend Macho tonight. How are you doing, Macho? How's things? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much for uh, for coming hanging out. Uh, we will we will probably be calling you Macho. We'll be calling you Hector because you know we, we know you we know you as both. So uh, don't be uh, don't be afraid of that. So um, I'm happy that you know you can come along and take a little bit of your time. Uh, you know you you are another vampire that uh, I had no idea that you were you were on that that vampire life just like everybody else. Yeah, maybe our our, our uh, we run on coffee. <laughs> it's co- coffee, coffee in front of the computer screen all night. That's what we did. <laughs> coffee in the Red Bull, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how we. That's 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 how all of us guys run. That's why they call Java Java. That's you know. That's what it's from. So. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called Java. Uh, so. And we have uh, we have our other uh, other panelists here today. Uh, we have MJ as a boss. What is going on, bud? It's popping. Oh, things are well. I'm I'm happy that we are gonna we're gonna you know trademark that term. I'm mm-hmm. lo- I'm loving it. I I want it. I want to make sure we you know stake our claim on it forever. Yep. <laughs> great, great. Um, thank you. Thanks for coming today. Thanks for taking taking your time out to uh, to join. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, we have. Our lady of the panel, El Boogie. How are you? What's up, everybody? How you doing? How are How are you? Things well this week? Yeah, pretty good. Monday, so you know. Yeah, Mondays. Yes, yeah. It's it's the painful part. It's like, oh, I gotta get up, but I wanna go to work. But we do it anyway. Basically. Yeah, we we do it for all of our Xbox games and going to our E three and conventions and things like that. Yeah, are you still? You still don't know, right? If you're gonna get out to E3, uh, I probably won't be able to. Uh, me and my wife were talking about taking a vacation this year together, so that will probably take my money from uh, E3, and that will be thrown to that. So, I will probably be sad and not be able to make it, even though this is probably one of the best years to go. So, it makes me a little sad, but you know, I got I got to do what's good for the fam. So. For all I know, I might come down to see you one day. I'll drive. I'll uh, take the train down. Sounds good to me. <laughs> great, great. So uh, we, why we, uh, you know, why we're here. Why what we wanted to do was we wanted to ask our friend Hector here, uh, Macho. What like? Why did you decide to become a content creator? Why did you decide to start writing for LordsOfGaming.net? And you know what? What like? You know what drives you? What's what's your passion? You know things like that. So uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell tell us all of these amazing things? Sure. So um, I guess like kind of like a too long, didn't read kind of vibe to this kind of like my background here is that uh, when I was in college, uh, I was a gamer all my life first and a huge Disney fan growing up. So immediately I was gravitated towards that experience of just musicals and it it came from my sister and all that stuff. So that kind of like just gravitated towards games and just the interactive experience and it really kicked off and I played Kingdom Hearts for the first time. And that was just, that was just my bread and butter for gaming. That was like the, how everybody's first like video game for them, like that made them get into games with Metal Gear Solid because it was so cinematic. That's how it was for me with Kingdom Hearts. I, um, I got to ask you one question. Uh, when you, have you played Kingdom Hearts lately? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm totally up to date with everything. All right. So but like, did you play King, have you played Kingdom Hearts one since they remastered it? And put it out yes yes so, yes so i tried to I, I played the original also loved it fantastic game i it's one of my favorites and i tried playing it for my wife and my and my wife was looking at me and she was just like how are you playing this this is drives really me crazy i was like <laughs> i was like all right i'm like we're going to, i'm like we're going to bed i will not play this again with you here i was like hands <laughs> hands over and we're done so, and so I, just a little, just a little, little fun tidbit. But 
that's hilarious though because i started playing kingdom hearts with my girlfriend uh like i think the year we started dating and she absolutely loved it she played the rest of them oh that's good that's good yeah like yeah so it's, it's fortunate <laughs> it's yeah, you're a lucky you, you you rolled the dice and you're happy um you were saying disney what what kind of oh yeah you said about disney uh well i i was just growing up with it i grew up with uh like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, all the stuff my sister was into, The Lion King, um, my older sister. So it, it was just kind of just naturally was a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And in college, I was going for criminal justice, a degree in criminal justice. And then one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was so bored with it that I decided just to move towards content creation, whether mm-hmm. it be video, writing. So ever since then, which is about like maybe five or six years ago, I just started working and building my resume towards that. And one thing led to another where I started writing for the Weapon Wheel podcast when they had the website up. Mm-hmm. That led to uh, me getting my graduate degree in journalism and digital media. Then I started working for uh, Comic Book Resources. I'm a freelance writer there currently. And then Eric Cuts for the Win, who's a YouTube known YouTube mm-hmm. writer on the crumb side of uh, here, she told me about Lords of Gaming and introduced me to COG and everybody else. And then I applied and it's been smooth sailing from there. It's been nothing but great things with uh, with everybody. I've been, I've been so welcomed by the by the Lognet community. It's it's been unreal, and I'm totally grateful for everything. So, uh, what 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 would you say is your your favorite part about the Lords of Gaming community right now? It's definitely just the, the community feeling about it because yeah. there's certain communities I'm part of, even the Kingdom Hearts community to some degree, where it just felt like everybody was kind of distant from each other and. You are the internet friend, but when it came to Lognet, it felt way more than just you are my internet friend. We're like we were actually we're actually cool. Like we're we're part of this grand, uh, not plan, but just again this grand part of grand group. Just that we're all working together and we all love the same thing. So why not make the best of what we can do with it? With it, you know. So would you would you say that it's uh, almost like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like you have support. Like you're, you're like, if you need something and you can't get to it, you can ask. Like we have, Oh like, yeah, definitely. Now I know that, um, like MJ and myself, we both, we both write for, uh, for Lognet. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, MJ, you, you, you would agree, right? Like the, yeah. we have this amazing support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and like, if I know that if I have a problem with an article or if I'm reading an article and I'm like, Oh, somebody's always there to help. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, I can't get this correctly done. Cog, can you do it? Or I'll send it off and be like, yo, Diz. I was like, I got this article. It's, I think it's done, but I'm like, this paragraph sounds wrong. Can you, can you look over it? Or I'll, or I'll ask on dad or, or uh, frost or, and those guys are, are there. They're like huge support to, to, you know, kind of help push us, to to you know what what what's right what's good and what you know looks right on paper yeah yeah it's 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 been a blessing like i said it's just again from the get-go it's been all about support and no matter what they they focus on your voice and what you want to say while also adhering to quality because they do want good stuff on the website right you want Mm -hmm. a good representation and that's so the the most I can do is bring out quality content for them if they're willing to support my voice. Um, and they've been more than willing. So I've been extremely grateful about that. Yeah. So uh, you were you were saying before that you uh, do different types of content creation. What other – do you do any other type of content creation other than just the uh, the writing portion for, for Lognet or uh, another another website or anything like that or – well, yeah, I do write um, freelance for comic book resources. Uh, it's it's the same kind of, uh, not writing style, I guess, but it's the same kind of uh, thing when it comes to LogNet where you're writing about entertainment. It's a comic resource for a more gambit of things like movies, television, comics, other than video games, stuff like that. Um, and I also, uh, for my full-time job, I work for my uh, local news station. So... I go to work and I literally write content that's based from the cat, the broadcast and the shows. Mm-hmm. So I just take everything that they say on the air and I put it into a nice web format so that people can read it online. That, that's, um, so that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 
it's hard work, but it's worth it because you learn, you know, all the nooks and crannies when it comes to efficient writing and what to include, what not to include. So it's good, and it just it's what I love to do, which is writing, and this is where I want it to be. So um, I'm looking towards the next step. Obviously, I'm going to see going more to entertainment media with right. video games or movies, but for right now, it's a great start. What would you What would you say is kind of like your dream? You're like, I'm I'm talking like, being being like a writer. Like, where can where would you want to project yourself? Like writing novels, like writing just like the news articles for websites, or where, where do you think? Yeah, so one of my things I always wanted to do was to write a book. Um, mm-hmm. We go into fantasy because I love the fantasy genre when it comes to just reading. So I always want to dabble into that, and one day I would definitely publish my own book. Um, <laughs> But as far as like a dream job, it's always been to work for Disney and Disney World specifically or Mm -hmm. the Disney movie studios on like the promotional side or working on a movie itself, writing a movie uh, or even in the video game side too. I would love to do that just to be part of like the social media or the um, public relations marketing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I, I just love writing. I love video. I love making videos too. So anything when it comes to that kind of creativity i'm all for yeah so um a couple couple little cool tidbits um if you ever think you're gonna want to write a book right and you think man it's 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 so far beyond my reach it's never going to be something that i'll be able to achieve um i have a, a nice long commute i have a, about an hour to an hour and a half commute from from where i live into into uh close to the city and uh what ends up happening is like your mind wanders and you kind of think of things and this and that and the other thing and i started getting these ideas for for a book so i actually um started like jotting down my ideas of what i wanted to do produce a plot and all that other stuff and i actually ended up over the course of about three months i produced a plot for a book and uh for just from driving back and forth to work and i'm not talking about like full-end writing i'm just talking about like ideas so what I ended up doing from there is I started taking my hour long lunch and I started like plugging away at it. And before, before I knew it, I actually have a, about a 350 page book, um, done, uh, to the point where I just need my, my amazing wife, who's an amazing content reader. Uh, she reads a lot of books to, to go through it, edit it so that I can kind of go over it and see where we can go with it. But it shows that even if you have a little bit of an idea or a little bit of, of a want, you can always find a little bit of time to, to figure out what you're going to do with it. And if, if that's something you dream of doing, that is something that, you know, you, you can do. You just got to, you know, make a, make a little time for it and then you kind of like nibble away at it and then eventually you'll have it done. So it's... No, you're right. Yeah. yeah I, 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 you know, I um, I support you in that. And I, and I want and I, you know, I want you to be able to, you know tell me, you know, eventually, Hey, I'm done with this thing. And I want to, I want to see it because those are the things that when people are passionate about things, they'll make time for them. And it seems like you're, you're do that with, with our, your, your articles. Cause I've read, I've read multiple ones of your articles and, and they're, they're great. And, um, the, I just, just something off the top of my head was the, the picture that you sent me that uh, I'm going to put as the, your thumbnail. Um, was that at, uh, was it called Distant Worlds? The no, no, that was at um the World of Trace Orchestra for Kingdom Hearts. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's my second video game concert I went to. Well, yeah, one of two, or the second one being the only of two, which is both Kingdom Hearts concerts. Mm-hmm. Is um, have you gone to like the Broadway shows and stuff? Because you're, you're you're Connecticut based, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I mean I I haven't gone as much as I would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, but last time I went was to see uh, Come From Away with I went with my girlfriend, and it's based on the um, the flights that went to uh, I think a little town. And I don't know I I'm, I'm blanking on like the actual story details, but it was basically after nine eleven when all the flights had to be redirected mm-hmm. to um, somewhere else, and uh, how the little town kind of like pitched in and to make sure everybody was safe and, and fed and all that stuff. It's a good show. Good show. Oh, it's good. Good. Did you, have you, have you seen the Disney shows? Yes. Yeah. I actually took my girlfriend to go see the Lion King. Cause that's her favorite movie. Yeah. And it was, oh my gosh, it was, it was, 
Did you go up high? Everything. Were you an orchestra or were you up top in the balcony? I went for a balcony for the Good. first time liking, just so that she can see. Because if you, you've seen it before, I, I have seen. I've seen. Uh, a, I, I've seen a bunch of Broadway shows back in my back in my college days. Let me get my walker and uh, you know, because I'm an old man. <laughs> I, I've, but like my wife and I, we 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 try to make this plan to go every year now to at least go to one. But um, we, I used to go to a lot, and I saw Lion King back in I think 2003, 2004. Yeah, and, it's and we it's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was great. Al, you should do it's it. In that, that that I want. Yeah, I was to... supposed to do that Harry Potter thing you told me about, but oh, I heard I that never was good did too. it. Harry Potter yeah. is so good. It yeah. sounds like, especially the three of us, need to just go to Disney World. I mean, <laughs> I'll Man, do I'm it. down. I'm done. See, I'm look at that. I'm making I want to go. I want to go so bad. Like it's only a 12 hour drive from here, and like I used to live. In Altadena, which is only 45 minutes from uh, Disneyland. So I used to go like every other weekend and oh, I haven't been bad. able to go in forever. And it's sad. <laughs> you got to go during a real special time because uh, me and my girlfriend went last year and what's, it was awesome. What's the best time? Well, we went during March because of uh, uh, that's when she was finishing up with school. Mm-hmm. It wasn't crazy weekend. though for spring break. It wasn't. It wasn't that crazy because she, her spring break was a little a week after everybody else's spring break. Well, you know, like during the whole month of March, basically somebody is on spring break. Because mm-hmm. I know that for <laughs> Disneyland, like just that whole month of March, you just didn't want to go because all the little kids were out and they were buttholes. <laughs> when I went last time, I went. It was uh, May. Right. Oh, okay. And, and we went when all the kids were finishing school. So all yeah. the kids, yeah, parents, grad night. yep, they'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna just drop them off for <laughs> Disney World." And I was just like, eh, "Leave me alone! It's what it's yep. for teaching. It's so bad." Yeah. Oh, don't get me don't get me wrong. Like half the time we we're playing dodge the kids stroller, but <laughs> oh. other than that, it was actually pretty good. It wasn't that bad. You just gotta you just gotta push them out of the way. Be like, oh yeah, yeah. As you know, it's like you're from Connecticut or you're in New York. You just learn how to walk in crowds and just exactly. brush through everybody. Yeah, so we kind of just adapt that to Florida, and we're just like going through like every little space we could find just to get where we need to get to. Okay, so I don't know if I ever told you guys, but like we went one year for gay days. It's like an unofficial day, but gay days at Disneyland. Okay. And I basically put the date in my calendar so that I would never go again. Because it was just a bunch of people who hate children at Disneyland. Oh I was just God. like, I cannot believe you all took over the park and you hate children. Like, why are you <laughs> here? Why are you here? Like, you can't hate kids and be at Disneyland. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> the audacity. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. MJ's just like, yep, I'm just here in college. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I get to drink my ramen. Mm-hmm. Oh, eating ramen. Uh, I started drinking gourmet ramen because you know, adult adulting. That stuff is actually pretty good. What the hell is gourmet ramen? So it's like literally a chef is like, okay, I'm gonna make ramen noodles, and then like put the ramen noodles together with spices and stuff. It's not like cup. You of mean noodles. like at a restaurant, or is it like? At it's, the grocery store. It's like at the grocery store. So like the grocery store has actual like ramen, just like mm-hmm. the, the like like the cup of noodles, which is essentially the college version of ramen. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is like the legit ramen. Like this is like good ramen. Like it has like good noodles in it, like fresh this and fresh that, and and everything's all together. It, it's actually pretty good, and it's actually not that bad for you. I was just looking at it, and I was like, huh, the salt content is actually doable. Yeah. Oh, you have to you have to put that in the DM. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some pictures. I mean, it's it's like they're like two bucks a like a container, and I'm just like, all right, this is good. I'll eat this. This is quick and easy for me. So, um, so bring up bring up, let's bring this back because you know we'll tangent once again. Uh, so we uh, I know that you're my you me uh who else is going King Kong uh. Shaft and Bob, I think it is. I think we're all the ones that are going to PAX this year 
from from Mars. I think right? so. Right. I so, think so. Yeah, it's a handful of people. There's a handful of us. So, so how did how did you feel like when you when you told the guys, "Hey, I'm coming to pass with you guys. I'm ex- I'm excited to go and we'll, we'll to like to interview people and, and talk." How like how like what was like your your big highlight of like I'm excited to do this moment when when that happened, like the anticipation type thing. Well, at first I was initially hesitant of. Uh, because when they were bringing it up, I wasn't sure because it was only like a couple months since I've been with Lords of Gaming, so I wasn't really sure how to feel these guys out mm-hmm. um, or anything of that nature. But I I decided just to take the dive for it because it was an opportunity I just could not give up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to go for it. And then when everything was official and we all were you know getting our rooms and everything else, it, it really started to settle in like the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. I was like, this year is really going to be awesome because I get to start by going to PAX and talking to game developers and doing all the store, all the stuff that I've been wanting to do for years at this point, mm-hmm. right? When I decided to change my my college degree and go with uh, digital media and journalism instead of just criminal justice, it's 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 all been leading to this, and this is like the first step. This is one that the first stone to cast in the water. Then, man. It's it's awesome. Again, I'm super super excited just to finally get in there and talk to developers and mm-hmm. talk about their passion and and the game that they they've been working so hard on and just to tell other people about it. It's it's cool. It's really really cool. It's it's really when you'll see when you go and like MJ it was he him myself and Cog we were actually the team uh, one team last year. And from from walking up to a developer and, and asking them those questions, you, you you almost like feel it, like you feel the essence coming off them. You're you're gonna absolutely uh, you know be in, be in love with it. MJ, what like what was your what was your like you know top moment like when we went last year and we were walking around to people talking to people? Um, probably just getting to know the developers one on one. Yeah, and getting to play stuff early and having them like. The actual developer talking through how to play it instead of like, you know what I mean? Instead of like waiting in line and not having somebody who made the game help you guide you through. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really amazing, and I know that like one of the games that kind of like stood out in my brain last year and Messenger. Uh, Messenger was great with with those guys, and um, we'll probably end up seeing them again this year. But I was gonna say meeting the guys that made Streets of Rage. Uh, oh yeah, Streets of Rage. That was a so. Good one. That was that was one of one of my favorite moments of Paxis last year, and it wasn't the fact that like MJ got whooped like in the first five minutes of the game, mm-hmm. and I look over to Cog and I go, Cog, how far do you want me to go with this? And he's like, Beat the level. And I and like you just and I instantly like put my game face on and you're like game face on and then you like kind of like power through like when you're mm-hmm. you know did you ever play like the old like Streets of Rage or anything like that? Me no I did not. No, no I figured you have Hector how about you? No I have no. Not. Oh my god it's they're they're, they're side scrollers kind of like you know double dragons and things like that and I, I'm I know like I know El has probably played similar games to that. Side scrollers, right? Yeah, the side scroller type games. Yeah, like, I remember Streets of Rage. I can't yeah. remember like I don't think that that was anything that I played like consistently. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like I put I put my game face on and I beat the level and like Cog was just like screaming and yelling and so excited. It was just like crazy <laughs> and like the developers were kind of like a little like confused. Like how did this happen? And then like we go outside and we started talking to them and we kind of showed them what was going on, like what we were all about. And you felt the passion that these guys brought because they literally brought this dead franchise back to life. And hopefully, hopefully we get to go see those guys and you can kind of meet them. And, and it, it's really awesome. And then the Kingdom Come Deliverance guys are going to be there. Uh, this, this year we actually spoke to, uh, to, to, to those guys and uh, we're going to probably be seeing them. And it's, it's, it's got great feeling. And I'm happy that, you know, you can come and kind of see that and, and enjoy it with us. And the, um, the, the Lords of Gaming side for the for the website now. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna try to like you know write more articles for them, uh, for like packs or just specific content or what, what What do you think your your plan is for that? Well, I, um, we haven't really talked too much about like our plan of attack yet because we're getting mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, press mm-hmm. emails right now. 
Uh, but I mean, the, the idea I had in my head was maybe there's a lot of really great panels going on um, that could be really cool to be a part of and just witness. And maybe if I if I pull the press card, maybe I could make an interview with like a panelist or if there's something when it comes to games, maybe uh, doing doing like a special story piece when it comes to this developer's game. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the stories that always interested me that came from from sites uh, like, for instance, Kotaku, they'll tell not only tell why this game is special, but they'll tell a story behind why it's special, mm-hmm. such as maybe it's a localization issue or, or something that I overcome. And I'm try- I want to see if I can look for something like that. If I can find that one story that can tell a really, really great and inspiring story about a game developer and, and their game coming out, I'll be happy. That's that's really nice. That's something that's something that like you know. Um we'll have to keep an eye out for and something because i never i never actually thought of something like that i never thought of you no know, going to a panel seeing seeing these developers and communicating with them and trying to talk to them i never th- i never thought of that um i i have one friend who uh she does um she works for a not-for-profit for for disabled uh she she produces braille dice she makes them literally on a 3d printer in her house and uh, I saw her last year on one of the panels with her the with other people that have you know uh, different disabilities, and uh, meeting them and talking to those guys was they all have amazing stories. And I never thought of trying to communicate with them with like you know the, the develop like instead of it being that being developers and trying to get background stories. It's really it's really a nice in depth thought conversation for for that that's really cool that's good thank you thank you yeah i mean it's it's it's, again i just love stories i love telling stories so that kind of just adds to that as as well as saying well this game is cool and that game is awesome um i think there's a lot more to it than just uh promoting other games or saying why this game is really cool it's there's a lot of stories to be told behind behind the curtain and Mm -hmm. i think as writers and as people are super passionate about this industry we kind of have an obligation to tell those stories right a lot of them been telling about crunch and the in the workforce which is all important stuff mm-hmm. and um one of the other things that i wanted to highlight was diversity in gaming there's not like a whole lot of it um so i kind of want to break the mold on that and see what we can do and one of the panels actually at pax is uh, i think it's called um it's it's something along the lines of like ethnic developers and disappointing your parents or something mm-hmm. like that, which is something I'm really interested in because not to say like my parents disappointed like my career choice they always been supporting me but there's always expectation in my family at least uh, since I'm Hispanic is that there's always like to reach for the doctor or the lawyer or something like that that was always kind of like a highlight growing up but yeah. that's not that's not what I want to do it's not my passion so. How did how did your parents feel when you decided that you were going to change from criminal justice to you know media media journalism? I was pleasantly surprised by uh, they were fully supportive of it. Um, I was a junior when I told them that I was not happy with what I was doing and I want to go. I, I basically told them I want to work for Disney. <laughs> I want to <laughs> go write. I want to do that. And then they just looked at me like, "Well, you got a lot to do, but so go do it." Yeah. And it was kind of just a wrap from there. So you kind of just left it in my hands. And ever since then, it's been the way it is now. So I've been fully supported by them and everybody else. And it's been a blessing. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's really great. That's, that's, it's good to have, you know, that, that support and that, and that backing to be able to, you know, be able to want your dreams to come true. So it's really good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, yeah. Are you are you planning to go to any other conventions other than PAX East this year, or? Um, not not in this not really, just because uh, PAX is one of the ones that I just kind of like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I, just, I was I do it just to do it just to get those opportunities. But um, I have I have the Disney trip with my girl and a couple other plans that I got going on this year, so I had to take it a little bit on the lighter side. Mm-hmm. Um, school loans kills me when it comes to my paycheck, so. I gotta be careful with that. Oh, school loans. Yeah, never, never. Wants those. It's 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 a killer for sure. Yeah, as as L would say, try to make it to E three. Yeah, isn't yeah. right? Your... I mean, yeah, just go to Disneyland and hit E three too. 
See that? That's a good idea. See that? You could do both. That's what I plan on doing. Like, because <laughs> my, my uh, annual pass expires, like, at the end of June, too. So I'm just like, well, I'm definitely going to E3 then so that I can go to Disneyland. When When is E3? It's like the 6th to the 11th, something like that. Of June? Yeah. Oh, you're... You are going to flood Instagram once again with Disney oh, yeah. pictures, and I'm That's too. Oh, you're, I forgot you're going to there, buddy. Yeah, I don't think he's going to Disneyland, although he should. I might. Is it expensive? Probably is. Yes. You'll, you'll, be, you'll go. <laughs> it's like at you'll least go. it's like one. It's one fifty to go. Oh. The, the thing that I the thing that boggles my mind about Disney, the way that they do their ticket pricing, is like. If you're gonna buy a ticket and you're gonna get like three days, the, the price of the tickets like diminish over time. So like your first day will be a hundred bucks, the next day will be like eighty bucks, so the next day after that will be sixty bucks. So it's like each day diminishes so that the price is cheaper. Well, because I'm, you know, military, I can get military tickets, so they're a lot cheaper. So I can get like, I think before I left it was like one eighty eight for four days, and you didn't have to use it four days consecutively. And you only had a block out like during Christmas, so. But why would you want to go during Christmas? Because it's the best. But like, yeah. are you talking about like just during Christmas or when they put the winter lights up? Right. So Christmas. Oh, so it's going to be from the end of November. Well, no, no. You have like like that week of Christmas. You oh. can't go like with know. those tickets, but. I don't know, like being in California, like if you live in California, you really don't get that type of like Christmas spirit unless you're at Disneyland. Like it's uh, not snowing outside. It's fucking 80 degrees. So if you want it to feel like Christmas, you're going to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or something. Are you sad that you haven't gotten any snow yet? Yes, I am very sad we haven't gotten snow yet. We haven't gotten <laughs> snow either. Oh, no, that's a lie. We got snow like once. We got snow once this year so far. And it's it was like gone within hours, but it's been freezing. It has been pretty bad up here. Yeah, yeah like we've been getting I hate like the cold, but... yeah, like why well, have like super cold days and no snow? Mm-hmm. Like I wake up and it's like seventeen degrees outside. It was fifty five today, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, it was seventy here today. Oh my god, shorts weather. Yeah, but uh, but anyhow, um, so. Uh, did you now, Hector? Did you end up like producing, uh, like a YouTube page? Or do I have, yeah. Like, you you do. So yeah. Wh- wh- why are you laughing when I say that? Because <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriend about this earlier. Where uh, she was, like, are you going to talk about a YouTube page? And I'm like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's because like I, I, the thing is when I started, um. I started YouTube on one channel and then a whole bunch of embarrassing videos later started another one, more embarrassing videos um, where to, and I just used it mostly as like a kind of like a side thing for when I was in graduate school, just for video projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I swear every time I bring it up, my girlfriend always brings up that one stream I did where I was feeling really nice and tipsy and playing Overwatch and there's a lot of dancing involved. So. <laughs> so were you ending up streaming and then putting it on there or were you just, just, Taping yeah, I, yeah. Oh, no, I streamed via the PS4, and then you know, it just it's it ended up on the it's on the YouTube page right now. I haven't deleted it. Just that's a nice little fun callback. Oh, I'm gonna find this video. I'm gonna download it. <laughs> I'm gonna write an article it. about it. I'm gonna put it up on LordsofGames.net. I'm gonna be like, "This is I, everybody, Hector." As long as Look you say up. like this band knows how to dance, that's all I care. About. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pride. It's a good pride in my dancing skills. <laughs> that's 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 great. Um, <laughs> so what uh, what what is like the first memory you have of you know of gaming of like you know sitting next to like a family member playing a game to like while on while on TV? Oh, um, you're actually for one of the earliest. Like your earliest one. Like, do you remember like sitting playing like you know? Uh, Mario with like your your brother or like or, or your sister or something or like you know or like your your dad's kind of like no 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 you gotta jump over that like kind of like that or, <laughs> do you, do, what, yeah yeah so um, 
I don't know, I don't know which came first, but uh, lots of my cousins over their house were they had a PS one, and we will always play Spyro, uh, Spyro mm-hmm. you the Dragon and Ape Escape. Those are two games where I was just like, okay, yeah, these are fun, these are really cool. Another was with the, my other cousin playing Crash Bandicoot, and that was just hard as hell. Um, I don't think we ever finished it because it was just so hard. And yeah, those are probably like probably the earliest game games. And then when I got my own PS One, me and my cousins would play Crazy Taxi, um, and I'll always play this little disc called Jam Pack, which was just a disc full of demos on it. And this one had everything from like snowboarding to Spyro to Spider Man. And I just played that constantly since I didn't have money grow. You know, I didn't have money myself because I was too young, and my parents weren't really. They weren't really like, oh, let's get him a game every now and then. I just kind of, I was very simple when it came to my gaming taste back then. Did, um, did, back when, back in the day, when you used to buy, um, you know, like PC Gamer magazines, they used to throw that, like the demo disc. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. I don't remember what magazine it was, but uh, it was just a little disc called Jam Pack, and again, it had a whole bunch of demos on it. That was like the one thing I would go to every time I come from school. Yeah, they um, what's it called? They like I remember getting those discs for PC and then popping them in and like playing a whole bunch of games on them, and I was just like, "This is awesome! This is great!" Like this is like because yeah. it was like you had like the option to play all the different games, and now. You can essentially just get Game Pass and do the same thing, which is amazing, <laughs> yeah, which is an amazing thing. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's, it wasn't until I walked into a Blockbuster and I saw they're replacing all the PS One rentals with PS Two games, and I was like, "All right, something's got to change here. I got to ask for PS Two." And then now the same year, Kingdom Hearts came out, so um, that's when it kind of kicked off there. And I was like, "Wow, gaming is a lot more than just." levels and funny characters and everything. there's actually there's actually a good way for to tell narratives yeah the, i think that narrative games like i i felt like when the, the regular nintendo was out it had the ability to produce a really good like there's a couple of games that had really good narratives storylines for instance you know like the final fantasy games that's what they're known for like their storylines, um, those are the ones that really stand out for me. And then going to like Sega Genesis, I mean, there really was maybe a handful of JRPGs, but they I didn't feel like they didn't really come into their own until PlayStation Two hit, until like actual full fledged stories, like which is nice because now I f- I feel that more games are story driven and have background and they get you invested yeah for sure for sure that's what um that's again that's what kind of like led me to be like all right this game is a little more than just you know all these levels and 20 characters um and again like you're saying before with uh final fantasy for sure like uh i remember i'm playing kingdom hearts has final fantasy characters in it so immediately i was already interested in final fantasy from the start and that's when I actually started playing the games for them, and, and even even though they're around the time I was playing them, maybe like 10, 12 years old around that time, maybe how old these games were. But I started playing games like Final Fantasy seven, and then six and eight, and you know all the ones from there. And it was just like, oh my god, like this started way before I even thought like these games were more than just what they were. Yeah, or at least how I played them. So. It's it's absolutely mind blowing what you can achieve in a video game when it comes to narrative based storytelling, and we're making some amazing strides with it. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really really interesting. Um, MJ, do you happen to have any questions? For I do not. You 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 don't. What about you, Miss mm-hmm. L? He he basically asked answered the question that I had, but yeah. Which was your question? Just curious. You know, basically, like how he like decided that he wanted to do um, go into writing and whatnot, and we had our Disney talk and stuff. So <laughs> I do have to ask you. So have you? Okay, so have you been to what's? When's the last time you were at Disney World? I guess. 
Uh, March 2019. Okay. So the Star Wars stuff was open, right? No, they actually opened up at the end of August, I want to say. Yeah, so we we missed that on that. But it was also my my girlfriend's sort of her first time going to Disney World. It was the first time really exploring everything. So we kind of just hit the gambit like every park and... Well, how many yeah, days well, did you stay? I can do my whole Disney quiz. <laughs> <laughs> we stayed for seven days, I want to say. Oh, okay, so I've heard week. that you're not supposed to try to go to like everything, even within oh, seven yeah. days. So did you guys we focus did. on certain things? Well, the, I did this thing too. When we started planning it, I was like, we can't hit everything because it's going to be too exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too much. But uh, but I surprised her with the ticket to Hollywood Studios just to say like, all right, it's really that's really cap it off. So we we planned accordingly. We didn't like go to, we didn't spend an entire day in one park unless we had energy for it. Mm-hmm. We would go in the morning, explore a little bit, get something to eat, come back to the hotel, take a nap, and go back at night if there's something we want to see more of. Okay. So yeah, so we had a whole game plan going with it, but it was definitely. A little stretching it so the next Disney trip we're going on, which is actually this year, Christmas time. Yeah, we're limiting to like two parks, and that's so far it's Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And we're just gonna take our time exploring that within four or five days. Okay, so last question about Disney World <laughs> uh, Do you guys, where do you guys stay? Like, we stayed at the, I think it was the Art of Art of Animation. No, not that one. It was the one that's based on films. Um, I think movie was All Star Movie Resort. That's what it's All Star Movie Resort. Um, is that a Disney resort or? It is. It is. It's it's uh, pretty close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's. I think it's near Animal Kingdom. I want to say it, it's right. It's right by uh, the beach, uh, Caribbean Beach Resort. It's like right in the center. It's 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 pretty centered to everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, so it's not bad. The transportation was not not bad at all either. I heard some horror stories in case to the transportation around Disney parks, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I was just wondering because I know that when I look at like I stayed at the Grand Californian Hotel for like one night and it was like seven hundred dollars. So when I when I went with uh, my a bunch of my uh, like two of my really close friends back in, I'm gonna say. Oh nine. It was before before I met my wife. We stayed at the the Polynesian for seven days, and it was way too much money than it should have been. But yeah. I will tell you that the the quality of going to those. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it was crazy. It's, it's just like their cruise line and everything else. Like mm-hmm. you, you're paying like that. Seven hundred dollars was like a lot, but that was probably the most amazing hotel I've ever stayed in. Yeah, it's 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 nice. I I told everybody I was like, if you're gonna do it, I I went to when staying at the Polynesian was probably one of the smartest things we could do because when we left the Magic Kingdom, we ended up taking a boat directly to the Polynesian, so we didn't have to take trams. We didn't have to take any. We didn't have to go through a million different lines, and right. there was nobody there. We just hopped on the we hopped on the boat ferry, and we were just there. It was great. That's super cool. That's super cool. It was it was definitely nice. That I would definitely think about getting a little more higher elite hotel stay this time around, since we are staying for less than a lot of days, and I saved up a good amount of money just just for that. And at the same time, I have a friend that works at Disney World, so. She's able to hook me up with a little bit of a discount for the hotels and stuff like that, which is always nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, oh, we'll tell. Well, I got a couple of things I got to tell. I got to tell you later. <laughs> after after we're done, uh, after we're done recording. Sure. <laughs> yes, that's. Uh, I'm sorry, Al. Go ahead. Do you have more? No, that's it. <laughs> we'll sit here talking about <laughs> Disney the whole time. I can tell that you, the three of us, will sit here and talk about Disney, and MJ is just sitting there going, "I got my beer. I'm good." so uh so one one quick final question but uh, i think uh 
I think you already, uh, you probably already know what the answer. We already know what the answer is. And as MJ uh, pointed out, um, G Fuel decided to uh, steal this question from us. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny when you when you texted me that. So uh, if if you could live in one video game fantasy environment, what would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. Um. Wow, that's really tough. I thought you were going to be like uh, the World of Kingdom Hearts. I thought you were going to be something like that. I would, but there's so much drama there, and like I just want to chill. Um, oh man, I mean, one of the things that first came to mind would. Uh, wow, I don't even know to be honest with you, because there's like there's so many like great worlds that I could just be a part of, and huh, that's a tough one. Do you, do you... Probably, 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 actually, now I think about it, now I'm looking at my gaming shelf, probably Monster Hunter World. It'd be pretty badass to be a, a Monster Hunter. <laughs> I guess dinosaurs, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Is that is that like your top game right now that you've been playing? Uh, no, actually, um, I mean, Monster Hunter World was my game of the year when it came out, and mm -hmm. it's amazing. Um, but right now, the game that I'm playing, and it's just been taking over my life, it's been Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, it's I I love fourteen's great. I I played it for for many years, and I only I only started to lose um, being able to play it because I just didn't have time. And that's like right when Stormblood, like I'm halfway through the Stormblood story, and I kind of just started petering off. But I've you know I've watched a couple of people playing them and and seeing the combat, and I say it's probably the best MMO out right now, and I think people it's a very underrated game and people should definitely, if you're playing MMOs, you know, I would not be playing, um, like wow or anything like that, even though I do play wow. Cause my friends want me to play wow. But, um, but yeah, final fantasy 14 is, is great. Oh yeah. And it's another one of those games with an amazing story behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, and now that I think about it. Yeah, actually, cause I'm, I'm looking at my physical gaming shelf. I'm just like, let me see what can I choose from there. But yeah, final fantasy 14, I would choose is like, the world to live in mm -hmm. that world is absolutely beautiful and it's amazing what they've done with that and you get a flying chocobo oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah a flying behemoth i love riding the behemoths in that game just being like yeah this is my pet <laughs> this is mine <laughs> this is my friend <laughs> exactly <laughs> just have it rolling around flying around it's cool <laughs> so uh why don't you tell everybody uh where they can find you yeah, sure. So, um, let me actually. Are you still there? Elle, you there? I'm here. Did we just lose Hector? I think so. No internet. I thought it was my internet. MJ. Mine, mine has been acting weird. The whole house is off right now, but for whatever reason, this is still going. So. Oh, MJ, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Why don't why don't we do why don't we do our intro we why don't we we do our uh, intros our outros while we're waiting for Hector to come back. All right, you can find me on Snapchat at Beat One Hundred One, on Twitch at MJ is a boss, and then Twitter at Beatty MJ. And he is popping all the time on there. Yep. <laughs> L, what about you? All right, you can find me uh, Tuesday through Friday on Mixer, 7 p.m. Eastern to about 10. And it's at LBoogie0208. And on Twitter, the same, LBoogie0208. And then you can find me Saturday mornings on the Grown Woman Gaming Podcast at 9 a.m. West Coast time, 12 p.m. Eastern. And then this Sunday, all the ladies of Grown Woman Gaming will be on the Iron Lords Podcast. Oh, that's this Sunday? It's Sunday, Sunday, oh, Sunday. Oh, that's gonna be fun. I didn't. Hey, I didn't did I get know. disconnected? Uh, you, you you did. It was weird. Like you were the only one, so it was a weird, weird little disconnection you had. Oh, that's weird. Uh, My right. bad. All right, you're you're good. So uh, so Ella, you so all the ladies are gonna mm -hmm. be there on Sunday. You guys, everyone should yep. definitely definitely go check that out. And everyone, make sure you're checking out their podcast on Saturdays. I, I don't catch it live, but I've been checking it but on Mondays. It's usually what I have playing in the background while I'm doing my work. Cool, cool, it's cool. Good. It's, good. It. it's a good show. It's a good show. 
Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out because uh, I, I commute to work too, so I need some podcasts to listen to. Definitely, definitely. Hector, why don't you tell us all your information where, where we can find you? We ended up losing you right while you, right when you started talking. <laughs> okay, my bad. Um, yeah, so you guys, I'm, most, I'm mostly active on Twitter, where it's where I shout out my articles and LinkedIn page, any career opportunities. So you guys can follow me at, uh, at Twitter at Hector underscore Ram capital I I and uh, yeah, just follow me on there for all my content. Um, follow my Lothar pages for Lords of gaming and CBR and that's network. It's had some fun, man. I love, I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. So let's, let's, uh, let's hit it up. There you go. And that's where you can find, that's where you can find our buddy Mancho. So, uh, and uh, I am, uh, I am Snaldo S N A L Y D O. Um, I am on Twitter, discord, facebook not facebook i do that every time twitch monday to friday seven to ten uh sometimes later and uh popping up randomly on the weekends check my twitter when i do go live uh i greatly appreciate you guys for coming and hanging out and talking and uh and being able to listen to our podcast uh i'm sorry for it not being live my internet has been wonky so uh i'm that's why we are live now um you know we can put this recording up so we can you know all listen to it later um you know like i was saying the it will go up on itunes on two on uh, not tuesday i'm sorry on wednesday i am totally screwed up today it's going to be going up on itunes spotify all those fun places on wednesday uh so we will have that there. If you have any questions or anything for any of the people that are on the shows, please email us at roundtablestreamteam at gmail.com. Uh, our uh, Twitter page is TableStream. Go ahead and check us out there when you can see who's coming live and what's going to be going on uh, so you guys know. Uh, as everyone knows, Iron Lords Podcast is on Sundays at, I, I want to say, 1. I, my brain is so integrated with it being at 11, but it's at 1 now, right? I think so. I think so, right? I think so yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's what I have it on the uh, website. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I'm, I, I'm losing my mind. I'm getting, I'm, I need some caffeine. And, uh, <laughs> and and make sure everyone checks out lordsofgaming.net for our news and gaming articles from many of our panelists and a lot of our friends out there. So please make sure you guys and everybody check that out. And remember everyone to dream big and keep gaming. And we will talk to everybody next week. And we'll see you later. All right, everybody. Thank you very much and have a great week. Bye, everybody.